Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of Say It Out Loud with Martha. <gasps> That's not my podcast name anymore. It's Life with Martha. Oh, my God. Did I say that in my previous episode, too? <laughs> but I'm your host, Martha. Duh. <laughs> yeah, Life with Martha. Sometimes it gets crazy. <laughs> oh my God. No longer Say It Out Loud with Martha. What is she thinking? What is she thinking? Okay, some fun things today. First of all, I know I bitched about Dutch Bros uh, a couple episodes back. But listen, I finally got her name. Okay. The one that always says, hey, Martha, hey, Martha, hey, Martha. I know her name. I'm going to keep that to myself and tell my close friends what her name is. I'm not going to do that to her. But she did tell me that the reason why she remembers my name is one, it's her mom's name. And two, like we were talking about how like I have never met another Martha that was younger Typically, I mean, like the Marthas I know are in my family. And she goes, yeah, that's right. I don't know. She goes, but my mom's Mexican. I'm like, well, I'm half Mexican. She goes, well, that explains it. But I just wanted to give you guys an update that, yeah, I finally got her name. And uh, she's very nice. She is very nice. And then she did tell me when I'm like, what is your name? And, you know, whatever she tells me. And then conversation next week, I go back and I get my one coffee that I get typically for the week. And, um. She's like, oh my God, I went out last night and I didn't get home until like three. No, it was like two. She had to be up at three to then be there at four. four. I'm like, girl, why? She's like, all I have to do is just drink a bunch of coffee and water. And I was like, well, you're at the perfect place. And she goes, I know. And I was like, well, hang in there. I was like, I couldn't tell that you were hungover. And she's like, thank you. So we're friends. <laughs> If she can tell me that, then she's comfortable with me being a customer, but a friend. <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> um, have you guys seen the Elvis Presley movie, like the new one? I'm not a fan of it. I love, like, I grew up listening to Elvis Presley. I grew up watching his movies. His granddaughter is Daisy Jones and Daisy Jones in the Six, which I found out after. And I'm like, yeah, you do look like Lisa Presley or yeah. Is that the daughter's name? See, I don't know. She just passed away. Yeah. Oh, so sad. Anyway, so yeah, I just I, like I know that this movie. Well, actually, I didn't know when I watched it. I was like, OK, this story literally is about like his manager. And I just was not a fan of it. I didn't like how I didn't like the modern take on it. I didn't like that music that would have not been present during that time or like in the movie. I don't know. I just I know it's kind of like caring of me to be like this, but like I don't care. Like I don't care. Like I'm just like I did not like that there was rap in it. Like why are we rapping? That did that shit did not exist then. It didn't. Like Andre 3000 all these people no 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 like none of it so I didn't like the modern take on it I also didn't like that it felt like a comic book like superhero movie like it would I don't know it just was not my favorite but I will say that if I was a Las Vegas Elvis impersonator I'd be pissed because the amount of times that you actually see Elvis in the movie is not it's not a whole lot like it's just like this this well everything was happening so fast it was a lot about again the story of the manager and like how he's trying to say that he's the hero in it and like made Elvis's career but he really just took advantage of him like financially and yeah anyways that was all settled like after Elvis passed away sadly that he got like his money back 
and then his manager went broke or his ex-manager. But anyway, so I just didn't like it. And I feel like like that the actor did sound like him like naturally he has that like southern deep voice as it is like as a person even though he's not from anywhere the south I think I think he's from California but anyway so like he naturally has that tone and he sounded so great but I do feel like maybe like the Las Vegas impersonators are like I could have done this for like the five minutes that this person was in the movie like it I don't know it was okay. It just was not my favorite. And I've watched Elvis movies before, like the movies that he starred in. Like Viva Las Vegas is one of my favorite ones. I mean, it's good. It's just good. It, that one is it. That one was like always in our family home. Viva Las Vegas. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. <laughs> um, but yeah. So I was telling Alvaro that I think I want to do like a new segment called Dinner Chats with Martha and Alvaro. And here's why. Every night when we have dinner, we are typically watching wrestling. Okay, like it's just something that you can go in and out of like you don't need to pay too much attention to. But I am always talking and Alvaro Alvaro actually kind of hurt my feelings yesterday and was like, you, you know, you don't have to talk like it's a podcast. And I'm like, wow. So you're saying I talk too much? And he's like, you do talk a lot. And I'm like, okay. And it just kind of hurt my feelings only because like the people that I work with, listen, in the past, I'm so used to working in a department where people are friends and like we talk to each other, we check in on each other. But like the department that I currently work at or in, like people don't really talk to each other in that way. And like the people who are around me, like I only have like my team lead in the office once a week. That's when I see her. And she's really like the only person that I talk to, like that I can turn around and be like, Hey, how, you know, how's your day? But then there's other people that I'm just like, please do not talk to me. Please do not talk to me. It's just, I don't know. I, so then I told him, I was like, well, maybe if I had people to talk to during the day, then I wouldn't have to come in and just be like word, word vomit with you all day. Like just blah, 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 at dinner. Like, I'm sorry. And so I was going to record my Chicago episode last night and ended up doing it today because I got off work early because I work Saturday. So I'm just doing two episodes now while I have the time because Alvaro works day shift now and that has completely messed up my schedule. So I'm just like, while I'm in the mood to talk, because last night I wasn't because my feelings were kind of hurt, um, I'm recording another episode for next week. But I think this is this one's fun because... <laughs> It, it it's very much like, I don't know, I guess I've always been told that I'm good at storytelling, like, and just like making up these like random ash story. I don't even know, like situations. People are like, wow, you really like, it's so crazy. Like how on the spot I can come up with a storyline and like what each character is going to say and like what this person is going to do. And then this is how they would react. Like, I don't know. I don't know. So, the reason why I say that I want to do like dinner chats with Martha and Alvaro is because typically we're watching wrestling. And again, that is something that you don't have to pay a whole lot of attention to. It just happens. Things happen. You're just like, okay, they're throwing their bodies. They're whatever. Fake wrestling. Okay. So it never fails. It never fails that when certain WWE superstars come out, 
I always have to make a comment of how crazy it is with the crowd interacting with them and how like you just feel a certain way when their music hits. And so the perfect example of this is Seth freaking Rollins. Every single time he comes out, the music hits and you hear burn it down. And then all of a sudden you hear dun, 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 dun. like you just, and then people are just singing People are just singing and you're, it just makes you like, and every single time it never fails that I go, can you imagine? I can't, that is so crazy. Can you imagine? Every single time he comes out, those words, can you imagine? Like, it's so crazy. Comes out of my mouth. And I told Alvaro, I was like, is it not true? He goes, no, it's true. That's what you say every single time. I'm like, and then, so then it gets to me saying, I start coming up with the story of like when they do a documentary about Seth freaking Rollins, this is what people are going to say. <laughs> like, I just started like going off because if you watch the documentaries, it has other WWE superstars like being interviewed and, and like talking about it and like each person will like do their take on like a song or like bits and pieces of like what they did. And so I'm like, okay, this is, this is how it's going to go. Like, it's going to be like um, Seth freaking Rollins and they're like, man, his intro, they're like the moment you hear it, burn it down. And then it's just going to go to like a bunch of people like shouting, burn it down, like just a bunch of people. And then they're like, and the singing, the crowd would sing. All he had to do is like put his hand up to his ear. And then all of a sudden, you know, like everyone's just singing his song. And then I'm like, and then you'll see like people like it'll flash different people being like, oh, 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 I don't like wrestling. Okay, people, I don't. But yeah, so then it would like do that. And then they'd be like, oh, and then the outfits, his outfits were crazy. And they would like show a bunch of different outfits. And then it would show other people being like, oh, I wear like big fluffy sleeves and like bell bottoms and uh, I don't know platform like just ridiculous outfits and then it would like flash to like all these different outfits that he would wear and like the crazy red like Rihanna inspired robe that he wore like it's just uh, like when in LA for Wrestlemania like it's just it's gonna do all that and then they're gonna go and then the laugh his laugh he always went I can't do it on the spot but like I feel like my laugh naturally sometimes comes out like his and his is like a forced laugh. Like that's like what he does. And so sometimes I catch myself and I'm like, oh, shit. And sometimes Anthony will like catch on it and he'll be like, oh, that's so embarrassing. But anyway, so like I started talking about how their documentaries are going to go and like what's going to happen. And every single time Seth freaking Rollins is like the one that I have the most of like, this is this, and then they're going to do that. And then they're going to ha ha ha, you know, like, and just like all these things. And yeah, it's, it literally is so insane though. Like the fact that the crowd sings his song forever, like you can't get them to shut up. But like the moment you hear burn it down, everyone just starts losing their minds. And that's such, I don't know. Like, I think I would lose my shit if I was to see him live. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like the moment you hear their song, you just like jump out of your chair and then you just start singing a song. Like you just start, you start doing it. It's so crazy. Can you imagine? <laughs> it's just, ugh. The other person that I kind of feel he's newer to SmackDown is LA Knight. And like LA Knight does this thing where he comes out and you hear me say it a few times in my previous episodes where I, where I say, 
let me talk to you. So whenever he comes out, he's always like, let me talk to you. And then the crowd goes, yeah, because he always says, yeah. But like the way he says it, it's like a end statement. It's just like, I don't know. We were, we were at Jess and Anthony's uh, last weekend and we were talking about, they're like, what is it that LA Knight says? What is that that he says? Cause he says something and then always goes, yeah. And then everyone in the crowd is starting to pick up on that. Yeah. And people like, I remember when we went to go watch SmackDown, people were like yelling, like, let me talk to you. And then the crowd would be like, yeah, it's just like, I don't know. It's fun. And so I actually found what he says and he like whenever he's talking to you and he's like really putting you down and like because he's a he's a heel. He's a bad guy. And so he's just like talking. He's like, that's not an insult. That's a fact of life. And he goes, yeah. And then he like usually drops the mic and like walks out. But like, I don't know. I remember when I didn't like him in the beginning, but then the whole yeah thing started catching on. He literally is like the modern day version of the rock, like his speak, the way he talks, like the, the delivery, like if you listen to past, uh, I, I mean, I mean, if you YouTube like the rock and the way he talks, it is like that. And I was hoping that when I was watching the Celtic warrior, like workouts with Seamus and he had LA Knight on there that he would have said like he was inspired by the rock, but he didn't. And so I was like, you, I don't know. You didn't naturally pick this up, dude. Like there was someone who inspired you and you sound just like him. Like when you close your eyes, when he's talking, he sounds like the rock. It's just so crazy. But yeah, but yeah, I do like, do you like LA night? And that's going to be like a thing too. Like when they show him, it's like LA night and his music. I don't know his music. I don't know if it's like my favorite, but yeah, he always points like, and yeah, L.A. Night, and then people yell, yeah, I know you guys care. I know you guys care. Um, Another one is Cody Rhodes. So he is Dusty Rhodes' son. If you don't know who Dusty Rhodes is, look it up. Um, And I think his brother was Stardust. I don't know. I only know these people from documentaries, okay? I don't, I only know Cody, present or present, like just moment, Cody Rhodes. And then I didn't realize that his dad, what, like what impact his dad actually had with like all, all the current superstars that you see now. I hate that I have to say WWE superstars, but you have to like, it's like, that's like, like, like that's the title. You can't just be like, I'm a superstar. It's like, I'm a WWE superstar. That's how it's said. Okay. So all the WWE superstars that you see today, were all trained by code by uh dusty Rhodes. like seth roll he gave seth rollins his name and when he saw roman reigns he's like that right there is i mean he's the main event always and look at him look at he's had the title for a thousand over a thousand days like ugh, so crazy becky lynch bailey like or as anthony says bailey <laughs> like just like i don't know it's just he did have like such a huge impact on these wwe superstars but um when cody rhodes comes out you know the song hit there's like a saying like he says something in the beginning like something about there's like more than one royal family i don't know but then all of a sudden the song starts going and then there's a part where it says like like whoa or something and then like everyone literally puts their arms up and they're like whoa it's so crazy to hear the crowd because it's so loud and then he always gives his like belt, always gives a belt to a kid. Like he always comes out with, I guess it's like a, 
I think it's like what like body lifters wear, like when they're doing like squats or anything like that. They like tighten it around their waist. But he wears it and then it has like his logo on it. And then he literally takes it off and the camera's looking at him like, which way are you going to go? You never know what direction. He never gives any type of indication on which direction he's going to go and what kid has caught his attention to give the belt to. He always kisses it and then he gives it to a kid and makes the kids dreams come true. Like literally the face on these kids, like they're so excited. It's so crazy. And so every single time I tell Alvaro, that is so crazy. Can you imagine like being that little kid, being that little kid? And then all of a sudden you're like, that's the moment I knew I was going to become a wrestler and that I wanted to be a wrestler. You know, like I used to make fun of that. Like I used to say like, Alvaro, these people right here on TV said, I want to be a wrestler as a child. I get it now. I get it because it just takes one person to inspire you. And it's like, it's go time. But yeah, his whole thing, I think that would be really cool to kind of see live or hear it at least. Um, the whole bloodline story, like I am going to be old one day and I'm going to be like, I lived through that. Like I watched it happen. I watched everything happen. I saw Roman Reigns get a new title belt for, you know, celebrating his over 1000 days of being the undisputed wwe champion and i don't even think i have the titles name right i always fuck them up but that's okay because i'm not a fan it's fine but like i saw the whole thing from start to finish i saw when he won the title during the pandemic and he's had it this whole time i saw when the usos became the you know tag team champions and held two belts like i just i've seen it all i've seen when jimmy kicked roman in the face and it was like pow and you're like, oh, my God, the drama is happening. I mean, all of this is drama. All of this, as Shane would say, is a soap opera. But it's not because it's not bad acting. Like, they are so good. Sometimes I don't know what's going to happen. I'm like, is this real? Like, they look really angry with each other. And I was like, that's how you know it's good. I'm like, damn it. I can't tell if this is real or fake. Like, I'm just like, these guys are good at acting. Actually, Seth is going to be in a movie. Um, already forgot what movie it was. Is it the new? F- is it Flash? I don't know. It's a superhero movie and he's going to be in it. I don't know what, but like Anthony told us that. And I was like, that's where he was because they did announce it that he was filming something, but didn't say what he'd be good as if, I mean, he did really good when they do, when they did like the movie trailers of like the Joker and Batman, he did a really good Joker. It was actually pretty good. Um, but yeah, I mean the laugh it's like, yeah, anyway, so I don't know. It's just like this whole thing. And I know when they do a documentary of the bloodline, they're going to be like Roman Reigns, the Usos, Jimmy and Jay, and then his their brother, Solo Sokoa. And then you have Paul Heyman. And I'm like, it's just going to be this whole thing. And it's going to be like, Paul was like this slimy, like manager and like constantly had his red phone up to his mouth. He's like, call Roman Reigns. I hate when he does that. Like, fool, we all know. We all know it don't work that way. You have to be like, you have to say something in your phone of like, um, it's not Alexa, but what's what's the thing for iPhone? I don't know. You talk Siri. You're like, Siri, call Roman Reigns. Like, you would have to do that. But, like, he's just like, Roman Reigns. And I'm like, ew, like, stop with your red phone. Like, stop. Like, it's creepy. So, it's like people, it's just so cringe. And so, they're going to talk about that. They're going to talk about how he, like, looked like he worshipped him so much. And, like, it was, like, creepy. Like, he was obsessed with him. And 
I don't know. See, I have like all these like things where I'm like, this is what's going to be said in the documentary. This is how it's going to go. And then they're going to talk about the moment when like Jay double crossed Sammy. And then, you know, like it's just going to be like this whole thing. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I got to be here for it live. (laughs) Like got to see it play out from start to finish and everything that I've been predicting so far within the bloodline has happened like I'm just like I literally said it's gonna be Jimmy Jimmy is gonna do something to Roman and sure enough he kicked him in the face and then when Solo like acted like he was going with his brothers I was like no no mm I was like so I literally said I go Solo's gonna go against his brothers like I said it and sure enough sure enough but now it's like hard to read what's going on like what is Jay doing what is Solo doing I don't know I don't know. Jimmy looks like he's made up his mind. Like he's no longer following Roman, right? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But that's always going to be something that people are going to talk about. Um, Another thing. Dominic Mysterio. Listen, Portland put it on the map to boo him anytime he tried talking. We were there. Smackdown episode. We booed him so aggressively he couldn't even get a word out you couldn't even understand and that trend took off you're welcome you are welcome other people who see dom okay you're welcome because anytime he puts the microphone up to his mouth booze so loud people are booing him won't let him get a word in and then like someone else will hey hey wait 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 let him talk let him talk and then like they stop booing and the moment again he puts the microphone up just boo just it's so loud but yeah we started that portland oregon um but it's it's crazy how much people hate him like He's such like a sleaze, like he's just so sleazy looking. I'm just like, dude, like get rid of the hair, like quit calling Rhea mommy. Like this is weird. Like she would never go for you. Like, come on. She is too good for you. Okay. Like you can't even like fight your own battles. You always need her there. And like, I know that that's like the whole storyline is that she's always there to protect him because she can fight man or woman. Like she's just like, she is a beast. Her arms, her shoulders, like everything about her upper body is just huge she is a tall girl and so yeah like I don't know it's just it's crazy because he's also portraying like Eddie Guerrero with like the whole like lie cheat steal like all that stuff I don't know it's just like he needs to get rid of the mullet though his hair is too straight for it it's just like straight hair mullet I don't know it's just it looks really bad it looks really bad His whole thing about him being in prison, I think that's kind of died down a little bit because before he'd be like, when I was in prison, and everyone was like, like losing their minds, like, and my deadbeat dad, (laughs) I'm just like, oh my God, there was one night though, listen, okay, listen, people, Anthony and I, we hated Dom, like all, like all of us, we hated Dominic, but there was one night one night when he really just laid it on the line like he was just like la 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 yeah la 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 like it, you could feel it like I was like I don't know I was like oh, I don't know I'm really feeling this like the passion like the anger like against his dad I'm like this is actually really good I was like he's really killing it yeah I don't know and then after that I remember I was talking to Anthony and I was like so what'd you think about Dom he's like I don't know I kind of and I'm like right you kind of like him now and he's like yeah I don't want to I was like me neither but he's actually doing a really good job like oh man it's so crazy but again I get to say that I got to watch Dominic Mysterio and Rhea like I've seen both of them live like two times already 
It's crazy. Like just to hear the music. Puyaka, puyaka, and then everyone starts losing their fucking mind to see Rey Mysterio and Dominic. I saw them when they were a tag team fighting against the Usos at SummerSlam. And then I saw them fighting against each other. Oh my God. Full circle. That's so fucking cool. So lame. <laughs> so lame. That's okay. That is okay. It's fine. I just feel like this is definitely something that if Alvaro and I have kids, like it's just something that you have to watch as a family. It's just entertaining. That's all it is. It's entertainment. Although you can't fake, like Alvaro, like Alvaro said that he has like this manager at work that's like, you know, wrestling's fake, right? And Alvaro's like, yeah, yeah. And you can really, there's no faking, you know, being thrown into a table. There is no faking that shit. When they, I can't stand, okay, Money in the Bank is about to happen and I really can't watch Money in the Bank and I cannot watch, like you guys know what Money in the Bank is. It's not important. They're ladder matches. They have to climb the ladder, get the briefcase. I cannot stand ladder matches. This is when people get injured the most. They're like, they're like laying the ladders, like where they're hovering in between like the ring, the, um, uh, like the ring cords. I don't know. I don't know the lines that they, I don't know, but the, the rope. Oh my God. That's what I'm trying to say. They're like balancing the fucking ladders on the ring, the ropes. And then they're jumping, like literally jumping from the top of it with somebody doing like a whole thing, throwing that person into the ladder. I cannot handle it. I cannot do it. I watch Grayson Waller from NXT, like jump out of the thing with like an elbow. Oh man, the way he land, he didn't even land on the person. Like it was so bad. I hate that shit so much. Royal Rumble when they have to throw the person over the top rope cannot handle it the way that they just like throw their bodies over and they hit like the edge of the ring oh my god I'm just like oh your shin oh your knee oh yeah just everything it hurts it hurts I have to be in a special state of mind when I watch those events like I'm, my mind has to be like I'm so relaxed and chill right now I feel good and I'm just like what's happening oh someone's throwing themselves off the ladder I cannot stand those matches but yeah, I just, I don't know. And I forgot where I was going with this, but oh yeah, like watching it with kids. I don't know. It's it's a fun family event. It is fun. When you go to the live matches, again, nothing compares to going to a live show. Seriously, nothing will compare. I feel like I've just been spoiled because the ones that I've gone to have been pay-per-views. And so you don't have like those awkward commercials and like awkward like silent like you're literally watching commercials on the screen on the back and you're just like what is going on and so the person in the ring is like like waiting randomly and like just kind of like well, I'm just here like you had me come out and like now commercial and then it's dark and then the it goes on as if nothing happened and then you're just like okay so we're playing their music again and they're like acting like they just freshly came into the ring and they're like yeah I'm here and I'm like no you've been there for like five minutes like just standing in the dark it's weird so if you're I feel like yeah again pay-per-view pay-per-view shows are so much better we do have a goal in life, Alvaro and I. It's on our bucket list. We don't really have a bucket list, but it's just like mental note. We want to go to one of each of the events. We want to go to Money in the Bank. We want to see a Royal Rumble. We want to go to WrestleMania. We want to go to, I don't know what other ones, but like we've already checked SummerSlam off the list. SummerSlam in Vegas was so much fun. I say this all the time and Alvaro's like, I don't get why you say it. I say, I can't, it doesn't even feel like we were there. It just like, you're so like, I don't know because I don't have social media. 
I know I say it all the time. I'm not taking video like to post on my social media. I'm not, I'm like being, I'm literally present and in the moment that like for me, I'm living it all now. And so like when I watch it on TV, I'm like, it doesn't feel like we were even there because that moment is gone. Like it's there, it happened. And I was fully enjoying it then. And then now I'm just reliving the memories. But like to me, it's just so surreal. Like I can't believe that I was there. So therefore in my mind, I'm like, I wasn't there. And it's just like, but I was there. And it was so cool because we saw Brock Lesnar come back. And I love Brock Lesnar. After watching the Ruthless Aggression documentary series like I was just like I like the big guys like the big giant dudes that like shouldn't be that big not like steroid out but like just naturally big humans like I'm just like why are you so big it's so cool looking like Braun Strowman I love the man (laughs) good job Raquel good job Raquel (laughs) but she's also like a big girl too strong See, this is what I'm talking about. Like with my fitness journey, I don't want to be skinny. Like I want to be strong. I want to be toned. I want to be fit. Like those are those people. Like I'm watching people on TV that I'm like, yeah, I would look like that. Just without the fake boobs. Like I can, I don't need the fake boobs. Like if if they like shrink up and get like fine. Like I'm not gonna get fake boobs. Like it's just, that's what ends up happening. Like when you, you know, have them and then you start working out a whole lot. Sometimes they go away and that's fine. I don't know. I don't know why I even brought that up, but can we talk about Bad Bunny for a minute? Like Bad Bunny as a wrestler, he's so good. Like I'm not even kidding. Like I actually started listening to his music after he started wrestling, but more so recently where he started appearing like on Raw and was like beefing with Damian Priest for Backlash and like they were going to have like a whole main event because there was like five main events and that's not how it works it's either the beginning or the end like that's it those are the main events like beginning you start the show you kick it off or you end it like you end it like that's a bigger deal but like something in the middle like that's kind of lame it's kind of lame like I'm upset just how Alvaro's upset like everything is a main event no 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 everything is not a main event you have to be picked to be the start of the show or the end of the show, like you're closing it out. People are so excited. People have been waiting for you, you know. But like in Puerto Rico, they had Bad Bunny and Damian Priest like fight in the middle. And then after that, everyone was just kind of over it. Like everyone was like checked out. They were only there for Bad Bunny, which he did super good. Like, I don't know. There are some celebrities. Is it Logan Paul or Paul Logan? I think it's Logan Paul. I think I always get it mixed up. I always is it Paul Logan is it Logan Paul. Logan Paul okay a lot of people are like he's a shitty human being listen I get it but like wrestling he's really good at it like him and Bad Bunny like they actually do the work like they do the work they're not there just to make an appearance of like "Ah, I pinned ya like someone else did the work and I pinned ya no like they're in the match they're fighting they're getting hurt they're being thrown they're throwing themselves outside the ring they're going into tables they're going like bad bunny literally threw himself into a table with damien priest and you're like oh that didn't look good like in a way of like oh he looks hurt and then he's just like laying there he's like oh i'm like he's alvaro's like he's selling it i don't know it's good it's just fun it's all good fun i didn't really mean for this to be like a wrestling episode but i just feel like these are conversations I have with Alvaro weekly, if not every single night, every other night, 
every time we watch wrestling. It's, can you imagine? Oh, that's so crazy. Like everyone's singing his song. Everyone's saying his thing. Everyone's replying back. You know, let me talk to you. Yeah. You know, it's just like, it's fun. I don't care. It's fun. I mean, look at all my shirts. All my graphic tees are wrestling. It's just a thing. I really want Finn Balor's 14 stitch or 14. I think it said Finn 14 stables. Oh my God. I want that shirt so bad. There's a few other shirts that I want. I'm just like, I need that shirt. I want that shirt. Like Varl's like, well, we better get it. And I'm like, I don't want any more, but I want it. <laughs> I don't want any more, but I want it. Like I do want that shirt. I don't know. Okay. I think I'm done. I don't think I have any more notes on this. Um, I think I mentioned in my previous episode that I'm reading, um, Akutar, A Court of Thorns and Roses. And listen, this girl's about to be fucked by a fairy. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> it is spicy fantasy. I'm not there yet, but you can definitely feel like the, you can you can feel that there's a vibe there and you're just like dude these this girl's about to get fucked by a fairy a man a fairy man with with gold hair and turns into like this wolf thing with antlers like it's just like what it's actually a really good it's really good so far um but she's 19 she don't know how to read it's like how do you not know how to read well she's poor okay she was wealthy but then poor but you have to like it's really good and unfortunately, this week, I was a little sick. I feel like I had like a cold without it being like totally obvious because I was always so tired. Listen, I was going to bed by like seven, passed out by 730. Alvaro would literally have to move my book off of me because I fell asleep with the book in my hand. And so I'm just like, maybe I need to go to audiobooks right now because I'm not, I'm not able to just get through it, but I don't know. So far it's so good. I know that things, I mean, Sam and Miriam are reading it too. And I'm just like, <sighs> friend, coworker, Sam. Okay. Let me, let me, let me distinguish what Sam I'm talking about. Friend, coworker, Sam. She is like, what part are you on? I'm like, I'm on chapter 13. And I'm like, things are starting to happen. She's like, I can't wait for you to see how they play. The also, the second book and Miriam, Alvaro's cousin in Arizona, she's just like, oh, my God, book two was amazing. It was a total roller coaster ride. And I'm like, I'm so behind. I'm not listening to it. You guys listen to it on audiobooks. I'm reading the real fucking things. I'm just like, ah, this is going to take me forever. It's OK. Book two, though, is a fat book. Book three, fat book. Book four, not so much. I think Sam said that's like a Christmas edition. Book five, bigger than all the other ones. It's like Harry Potter. Like as you get through the books, they just get bigger and bigger. I'm like, how, how, how? I don't know. This author is doing a really good job. She, I mean, yeah. So far, it's not boring to me. It's not boring. I'm just so tired that I fall asleep. And reading honestly makes me sleepy. And that's one of the biggest reasons why I do it at night is so then that way I fall asleep quicker versus being on my phone. Um, really, there's no point in me being on my phone other than checking email, which is kind of lame. <sighs> I'm going to have to give you guys updates on this book that I'm reading, just the series. I'm going to do a whole thing. Oh, Miriam, if you're listening, I watched episode one of, uh, I always fucking butcher this name, Naruto. <laughs> I watched episode one. 
watched episode one, need to get into episode two. But I just haven't been watching a whole lot of TV. So episode one caught my interest, though. The nine-tailed fox. What? <laughs> uh, bad guy made him steal that scroll. What? Anyways, I'm acting a fool. I have to go. <laughs> Miriam, text me. Love you. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And I will catch you on the next one. Bye, guys.